you're on The Bachelorette. You knew what you came. You knew what you signed up for. I just... Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is The Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're recapping the past two nights. We kind of skipped last week's episode just because... It was boring? Mo- yeah. Because... <laughs> wait, wait. I just want to be open about it. We skipped the mental All episode because we weren't really sure what we would talk about. Yeah. It was kind of boring. It was boring. Um, but mom, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome home. It's nice to have you. Yep. We're back in person together. It's yeah. nice to be back. Yeah. It's great. It's great. All right. So you just want to dive right in? Yeah. So they're in Mexico. They're in Mexico. And we start with the Gabby and Eric one-on-one. Yeah, sure. I mean, before Gabby and Eric got together, the girl, the, the girls the had, their little had a little. Powwow. They reflected. I thought what was interesting about that that I just wanted to talk about is they took some time to kind of just reflect on how this was a really pivotal week for them with Clayton, mm-hmm. and how things really went like so south for them. And I, I just thought that was well done. It was like a good recap to hear the reflections, hear how they also talked about how they're thinking about each of the men that they still had left, and they're looking to kind of reset the fantasy week thing to be a more positive thing for them. I thought that was a very healthy dialogue to kind of open this this definitely, time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so Gabby and Eric. They, they jump off diving boards at different heights, and I just felt like he was being so sweet. Um, his fam really likes Gabby. I don't know. I feel like I started to see him more emotional. Like, I, I feel like before... I felt like there was maybe a bit of a wall with him. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe after being with the family and stuff like that, I felt like I saw them more connecting emotionally, which I liked. Yeah, I liked it too. And I mean, just the whole metaphor too, right? Of these like taking leaps of faith into the water. Yeah. And they're getting, it's getting more and more, they're getting higher and higher and the jump is longer and longer and the risk is bigger. You know, I just think that whole metaphor for the whole day was fine. I I just really love the black box over her butt. Now, what is, I mean, she just was wearing skimpy bathing suit. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it just felt like... Sarah just glosses right over that. It's pretty standard now. I guess, you know, I know from our LBI weekends. Yep. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they just, they seem very in love. They have an emotional goodbye after the fantasy suite. And after that day, I was really rooting for him, and I felt like if it if she didn't pick him, I felt like he could be the next Bachelor. Yeah, he was really good. I thought he had a really nice way of complimenting her, and, and you know, he, he kind of says he's in love. He doesn't want to leave her without her. I mean, I just thought the whole nighttime yeah. date and their conversation was really good. I mean, he, you know, how ridic- she says how ridiculously attracted she is to him. Like, they definitely have a really good vibe. Yes, they yeah. have the fantasy suite. And, you know, that you see that next day, that kind of breakfast thing. And I, the whole, you know, yeah. I mean, he says, I'm more than falling in love. I'm in love. And it just was, it was very nice. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I guess, I guess my question is, you know, if you're really into someone as much as they're talking about, mm-hmm. how do you pursue these other relationships? I, I'm struggling. I don't know, but I think it's just how the show goes and you try and compartmentalize, you know? Yeah. But I feel like after that date with Eric, she knew Johnny wasn't. Yeah. Should we just 
go through Gab like Do you wanna just go through Gabby's guys? And then we can Yeah. Go. I think that might be good. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, Johnny has her date and I just what I kind of wrote from that was like he goes he said, Gabby is the dopest girl I've ever hung out with. And it's yeah. just like that's not someone who's been ready to who's ready to be engaged in two weeks. Right. I know? agree. Or a week. And she kind of asks him that and he says that, you know, she deserves everything but he doesn't know and all this stuff that the timing isn't there and I just felt like well, she, she knew that relationship wasn't as deep as her relationship with Eric. So I think she was just a lot more at peace with sending him home. And apparently, which we learned later on, right, Eric and she clearly had a lot of conversation in their in their fantasy suite about her being with other guys and mm-hmm. and, it, and so even though we didn't know it at the time watching the show it could very well be that she kind of went into that Johnny date knowing having the background with that conversation with Eric so she asked Johnny you know she asked about engagement he says it's bad on the head maybe she thought you know what I'm gonna let like let this go because Eric I know it would really bother Eric and and John I'm much Eric's much more in, I'm much more in this with Eric, you know, do you yeah, think? Yeah, no, I agree. I think yeah. she wasn't just going to, like, bring Johnny home to yeah. fantasy suites when she knew Yeah. she probably would pick Eric over Johnny. Yeah, yeah. So, I definitely think that was the case, and I think it was an amicable split. Um, and then you kind of see, like, little snippets of Jason saying he's not falling in love and he doesn't think he'll get there, but we fast forward. Gabby gets a note on a bridge. Uh, to go go meet her on the bridge. It's Eric, and he's basically just kind of saying he's having a hard time imagining, you know, their overnight happening with someone else. And she gets really emotional feeling like they had this conversation in private. Why is it coming up again? She feels like he's testing her, and she doesn't know if it's well, okay. So what did you think about all that? At first, I was kind of like, oh, when I was seeing previews of it, I was like, uh oh, this looks bad. But, I don't know, when I watched it, I didn't really feel like he was pressuring her. I felt like he was just, like, struggling and, like, trying to just, like, lean on her, you know? Like, I don't think he was necessarily looking for her to be like, oh, well, I'm not going to sleep with, you know? Like, I just think he was just, he was just trying to, like, vent almost to her. And I think she overreacted a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I think it was a little bit of an overreaction. I think it's something that weighs on him day in day out and he was just like bringing it up again because he's struggling with it like I don't know I'm someone that I feel like if something happens that doesn't sit well with me I bring it up over and over again and overthink it and like we might have a conversation I feel resolved and then two days later I might bring it up again and be like oh this is still nagging me you know yeah yeah I didn't I don't know I didn't feel like it wasn't a Susie he wasn't saying if she did that he was gonna leave like he was just saying like he's struggling with you know what I mean yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And I, I guess I just felt badly because I think you're right. But I also think what she struggled with is like, we've talked about this. We talk, And why is, you know, you're bringing this up again and you're kind of taking away from my experience here exploring these relationships by making me feel bad about it. And we talked about it ad nauseum already. And now you're bringing it up again. You want to meet me at the bridge. I'm coming expecting some romantic interlude or some cute thing. And you bring up an issue. And I just feel like it had an impact on them as a, as a couple. Like, I think it changed a little bit them. And I know we know what happens. But I feel like in that moment, 
I was worried. I was like, well, you know, maybe she just kind of lost it. Like, maybe that just pushed her to a point where he was out in her mind. I was worried about that, too. But I didn't feel like she was justified in that. Like, I understand why it was frustrating for her. Right. In the moment. And I understand why he was frustrated, too. I mean, the bottom line is, like, you just have to deal with it. It's the show you sign up Mm -hmm. for. But... But she eventually, so there's like, I know we're doing this not a little bit out of order, but then there, we, we see some Rachel stuff, but then she comes back. She just had taken a moment away and then she came back and they finished that conversation. Yeah, but she's still upset. I'm talking about this conversation as a whole. Like, okay, when she I, takes, so she steps away, like she comes back, she's still a little like, I think upset by it, but it's more resolved. Yeah, but I, I just feel like she seemed like not forgiving at all. And I just thought that was a character trait in her that I... I was like, really, Gabby? Like, he messed up. He apologized. Like, he's he's just overthinking something. And I don't know. I know. That's what my perspective was. But it's clear, like, we know now that she clearly gets over it. You know I what know. I mean? But that brought up to me the question of, like, do you think if you're so into someone and they do, like, one little thing that pisses you off that in a moment you can shut down on a relationship? No. Yeah. But I don't think she did shut down. Yeah. It. But I was feeling it at the time yeah, when same. I was watching So it. that's why I was, like, worried. Yeah. And then we have her date with Jason. Yeah. And they pick tennis, which I guess he was a tennis player. Like, she's having such a great time. She's, there's something about her that's just... I, I can't find the word, but I see it most... I saw it a lot on this date. It's, like, not jittery, but there's something like... I don't know. <laughs> I know that our viewers, our listeners can't see what I'm doing, but yeah. there's, like, a staggering... In her language, staggering is the right word. There's something in her language or her... She's like, yeah. Yeah. And she says it with like a, you know, there's just something about that that's starting to make me like, it's just, I've noticed it the whole season and I couldn't put anything with it, but it's, it's, it's just an interesting thing. I just wanted to make a note about it. I just it. feel I don't like know it's why. her voice. I don't know. I don't know. They had a lot she of fun. She definitely talks weird, but it's like, Yeah, whatever. they were swimming. They had, they had a good day. She keeps saying she's falling in love. She thinks he feels it too. Night portion. What a note. Yeah, what a. Talking a little. He starts off with being like, I'm into you. Not Not ready to be engaged. Feels like they're in a bubble. And she's kind of like, can't you just be like a. She's like, I feel like this process for, like, the hopeless romantic. He's like, yeah, well, I'm a realist. Yeah. And I just feel like he's stubborn. Like, and also what bothered me is, like, so she gets up and is clearly hurt. And I felt like his number one priority wasn't, like, making her feel better. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He was just like, I'm upset that I just made her upset. Yeah. Or that I'm upset that she didn't understand where I'm coming from was really what he said more. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I felt like... In this moment, I became very embarrassed of all of my rooting for Jason in the previous episode. I think he seemed, like, sociopathic, like, void of emotions. Like, you're being so real. That's not what this experience is about. If you're a realist, go to a fucking bar. Well, then my... I'm sorry. Like, why are you here? I agree. Like, I'm thinking You're here for the hopeless romantic side of it. Yeah, like, you're on The Bachelor. You knew what this was. You knew... You're on The Bachelorette. You knew what you came. You knew what you signed up for. I just... I agree with you. And I I just... The whole time... I've been a little, like, guarded with him because I just... I don't... I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I agree with you. Um... You know, I, I, you know, he said, but I felt like he said, you know, the right thing when he went to her. I, I feel like we do have a unique connection. I'm really into this. I just want to get this relationship into real life. 
you know, and I can see a future, but I just want to get it there. And in that moment, I kind of was like, all right, I can kind of get that. Like, he's probably so, he's got his own issues, right? Yeah, clearly. So clearly. I know, when he said that, I could see it too. But then something that's never happened before on the show that I can remember happens where they go into the fantasy suite, there's no cameras, and they come out, they're not together anymore. No. They're done. Bye-bye. Um, and we don't really know what happened. She's just really so so upset. She, she was reckless. Pretty much his... Here, here, can I just... I have an issue that just kind of really pissed me off and about the, him. And I don't know if you noticed it. But when they were at dinner, when they were still having dinner, and they and they had a little in, you know thing where they went outside and they kind of worked it back and they came back and they had this like really mature conversation where let's have that private time together, let's really spend that time and talk this through. When she says, "I really like to do that. I think we need that intimate time," he gets this little fucking sorry, this little face, this little like I'm gonna get laid face. Like that, I feel like he was just saying what he needed to say to get into the fantasy suite. Like I honestly. There was something about his like little smirk when she when it wasn't a bad smirk, it. but it was like this little uh, uh, smile on his face. It just made me feel like you're such a, you're just that guy, you know, you know. Yeah. I don't know, like you you see the light, like you're gonna say, and maybe what happened, maybe now I'm speculating because what the heck they left it for us to speculate. Maybe what happened in the fantasy suite is he's saying all the right things, trying to get in her pants. And she maybe said, because we know Gabby, let's talk this through. You know, we wanted this private time. Like, before I give it up to you, because I have Eric out there that I don't want to hurt. Before I give it up to you, I want to know for real how you feel. And he talked in circles and circles and circles because he was just there to get laid. That's what I think about him. Mm. Now, what do you think? It's a I big, It's a big thing. But I, I just think, like, he was, and she saw through it. I don't know. Okay, that's an interesting theory. There's Deb's theory on Jason. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel that because I feel like if that's what he was trying to do, like, he wouldn't have been like, I don't really know you. You don't really know me, like, earlier at the dinner. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like he was just trying to say, like, I think Tino has been saying whatever he needed to say. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I feel... I don't know. Like, I feel like her guard was already up with Jason when they went, and I don't know. He said that he just knew once they got to Fantasy Suites that it wasn't going to work, and I don't know. He's like, I'm sorry. You're amazing. And she's like, stop. Like, don't Yeah, don't, don't apologize. Give me that. Just be done. Um, I don't know, and I just felt like he was a sociopath, and I felt sad for her. Yeah. But then she goes talk to Eric. I had such a little pit. I was like, oh no, are they going to break up? I can't. And she says she's in love and they're hugging and kissing. So we've never had this. You His know? reaction was so sweet. Yeah, it was really cute. Because she was talking in circles and I don't think he knew where it was going. Yeah, I think she was doing that on purpose. Yeah. But yeah, I think it, it was interesting... Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next week, considering there's only one person. And he knows it, and they know it. And yeah. what I think is going to be an interesting dynamic is when he knows... I know. That he is the only shifts. one. The power shifts. Which has just been the issue this entire season. season. <sighs> I know. All right, now we go to Rachel. Okay, so Rachel's first date was Aben. with Aben. 
But first, we have to watch Tino spiraling because we need our daily dose of Tino acting like a child. That's right, because it's The Bachelorettes, a.k.a. Tino season of The Bachelor. Okay, so Rachel and Avon are having a nice date. And kissing, then Jesse. Just kissing. That's all they do. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And then Jesse meets with, guess who? Tino. Tino. And he's um, still spiraling. Yep, he's spiraling. Yeah. I actually find him so annoying. Like, stop giving him airtime. Didn't you think, like, it was just interesting the whole juxtaposition of Tino spiraling and then her on Avon's date? It was like they kept going back and forth yeah. between the two. Well, they were trying to, I think, create more drama. Yeah. And I just think it's really like. It is a fundamental issue of the show. It's like, if you can't handle fantasy suites, don't go on the show. It's a very normal thing, you know? Right. But that's the bottom line. Like, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. And, like, Gabby didn't. Like, Gabby was, well, from what we know, we don't know if she was just, in, if she was intimate with Eric, but we can assume she was. Yeah. was the only part, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to trust your person. Yeah. Rachel, on the other hand... I have a lot of. I think she was into it with Avon and Tino. <laughs> you think she was? Oh, I think she, I think she, yeah. I don't think it was Zach. I think so too, and I think that. First of all, I think I just don't. So back to the Avon thing. Yeah. I just don't really think they know each other. Yeah. But I'm still struggling with that. I'm like, do they even but he know says each he's other? ready for an engagement in two weeks. I don't get it. They're falling in love. I don't know. They're on, she says they're he's on a the new full package. package. Oh, Ugh, my God. God. And I just felt like in that moment, I feel like it just shows that she's just easily, like, manipulated by producers, I feel yeah. like. Like, oh, like, how was it? Oh, yeah. the full packet. Oh, you know. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you say that? Yeah. And she, like. I think she's a child. It's, like, embarrassing. I think some of her behaviors on this are really. She. I don't know. Ray, I think Rachel is a very interesting person. I think she's. Um, I gotta yeah. be careful. There's no. something about her. I know what you're saying. No, no, no. I just think she's, in uh, a way, kind of like. I don't know, like how things went down with Zach later, which I know we'll talk about. I just feel like she's. Like not manipulative, but not like in a. I don't know what it is. There's something about her. I, I don't know. I'll get the words as we continue to debrief. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And I also, so someone said, I can't remember if it was Avon or Rachel who said that, but at the end of the date, they said, I just, you know, we're going to be engaged and start a relationship. <laughs> and it's just like, something's a little out of order here. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so back to the Tino show. It's his date. You know, from early on in Rachel's, in the season, I said... Something I remember Rachel kind of getting up in front of her guys when they were on the cruise boat and like they pissed her off. You're here for me and I need you to show. Like she was so cocky about it, like demanding. Mm -hmm. And I keep seeing little snippets of that side of Rachel and how she handles herself and things. Like, like, you know, it's like when people are leaders in work or people are the bachelorette, it's like you earn, you don't. You don't just get respect because you have the title of boss or leader. Yeah. You get respect because you earn respect. And I feel like Rachel thinks because she's the bachelorette, that's just it. She can manipulate the guy. She can you know, try to steer things in the direction she wants, say the things she wants, and you know demand things from them. And I think, no, my approach to the bachelorette is just like be you and make the guys will love you and then that will... That will give you the power. It really bothers me about her. And it's yeah. and I think that's what it is. 
Yeah, I'm I having agree. like a moment right I now. Think, uh, it was Nick Bial's podcast, and I might have mentioned this another week, but he basically makes a point that like Rachel has just gotten like she's done the same thing Clayton's almost done, where it's like thinking because you're the bachelor or the bachelorette, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and like you can't. Yeah. Like, yeah. you still have to be a good person. I know. But, so they have the Tino date, and I just feel like he is a walking red flag. Like, I find him super possessive, and I just don't, I don't like that quality. And, yeah. um, and it seems like her, fa- like, his family sucking was a real deterrent. She addresses that. She needs to address the parent issue, and... And how much anxiety she's having from the hometown day, day. And he's sweating through this whole conversation. <laughs> but so is she. I know. But then he says, my family's going to have to get on his board, you know, on board, you know, and pledges his love to her. Get on board with this. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he says he loves her and she says it back. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Time will tell on those two. Mm-hmm. And then we have her final one-on-one with Zach. Which I just felt like the day part of the day was boring. Like, oh my god, snooze away. I thought it was so funny when they do the thing where he's got this booming voice and then he says in a high voice. And this is what the two of them found so hysterical that they laughed. Like it was so funny. Really? It's not so funny. It's so stupid. It's like you're so surfacey. You're so not deep. You're so, where's the person? Yeah. Yeah. This is like a shell. Like this is like, it is. There's weird. no depth here. There's yeah. no depth. Sorry. Yeah, and she's like, she doesn't know how she's going to break up with two of them in a week. Um, I don't know, I just feel like there's something off with him, too. Well, what's like, so funny is, you know, they have this overnight day, and I thought the morning after that conversation was so bizarre between the two of them. Now, you're saying yes, so, you don't well, think that they... What? Well, I was talking about still the day part of the day. Oh, okay, sorry. But no, now now it's the next morning. Well, it's so funny, before they go, I, I, have, I wrote myself a note that even Zach... I feel like all I see with these guys are, like, these guys trying to get in bed with these women. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like Zach's behavior, like, how he was just, like, Mr. Charming on this date. I don't know. There's just something about it. it was, like, the next morning when he woke up, she was, like, saying stuff, and he was, like, uh-huh. Well, let me think about that. So you questioned before whether they even had intimacy on and the date. It sounds We're not sure. We're not. We don't know. Yeah. What I literally wrote in my notes after seeing how they were in the morning was, wow, I think the sex must have been really bad. Because they must have had, like, no physical connection or no chemistry. And then they're like, I'm out. I'm out. Like, this isn't, you know. But I don't know what happened. It was so weird. And then, obviously, we learn as it unfolds that she really was manipulated and kind of weird and kind of made him feel like he wasn't ready. I almost feel like she thought it would be easier for her to not have to do the break. It's like, it's not you. It's me. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like she was trying to plant a seed in his head. Like, oh, are you ready for marriage? Like, I'm questioning that. When, like, he's really given no No inkling that he's not ready. So... He I, then goes to see Jesse and he's crying. Now I'm actually starting to feel bad for Zach, but I don't really think I feel bad. I think I'm just so annoyed at Rachel yeah. and how she's handling this. I don't know. I feel like Jesse's just got to be like, what the hell did I get myself into this season? Yeah, like, I don't know. And He's really emerged. Jesse, I have to say, though, he's... He's like my favorite one to watch on the yeah. show. He's just, well, they all come and talk to him, and he's trying to navigate it through with them, and then he has these moments where he's talking to the, you know, us as the viewers. I I don't know. I'm really liking Jesse. Yeah, he's doing a good I job. I ask the question, Jesse versus Chris. Ah. Uh, okay. I don't 
don't know. I've liked all the hosts for their yeah. own. Yeah, that's right. Because I liked I liked Caitlin and Tasha too. But yeah, and then um, they go. They're at the rose ceremony now. Mm-hmm. And Zach goes to grab Rachel. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know what happens. And then we're halted by Jesse, who says what's about to happen is so significant and so emotional that they're going to need two nights live so we can deal with it. What do we make of this? Do we think it's going to be the most? What could be so emotional that happens? I think Gabby's going to end up with Eric. Yeah. I think that's solid. Do you think they'll move to New Jersey? I don't know. Because he lives in Bedminster? And then I think Tino leaves. I think she sends Zach home. And then I think it's Tino and Evan. And I don't know what happens. Oh, my gosh. I don't think Rachel ends up with anyone. But she's standing there at the yeah, end. Yeah, with a rose. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I think I think Tino goes cray-cray. And I think she ends up giving the rose to Avon. All right. I, I could see that. Tino but is... But she's like, why are you yelling at me? Avon, did you see that clip in the previews? Yeah, but the, you can't trust these clips. They really try to throw us. I know, they really do. I know, I know. But I guess next time we chat, we'll have all of our answers and we can really... Wrap up this season. Yep. One for the books. And then we've got Bip. Boop, right, Bip. Yep. Woohoo. Well, thanks for listening to the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.